0: Chapter nine of eighty seven by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter nine. I will. There was silence under the great trees for a little time. Vine shed no more tears, but she was very still and kept her face carefully covered with both hands. Miss Powers waited and watched her furtively and prayed softly. She could but feel that the present was a crisis in the little girl's life she had spoken only a half-truth when she had told vine that her responsibility was greater than many of her age miss powers had never before known so womanly a child she had been a curious study to the young student of human nature during the weeks she had spent at the cottage this child so wise in word and manner so thoughtful for others so developed in her tastes so intensely childish in her whims so full of pretty contradictions, a union of baby and woman which was new and interesting. Vine had been a member of her Sabbath school class during the months just past, and had bestowed on her the intense, almost passionate love of a peculiar type of childhood, and had studied her lessons and questioned about them with a keenness which belonged to mature years. Why this little girl, so well taught, so conscientious, so sensitive, so thoughtful had not before this given her young warm love to the saviour of the world was a question which had puzzled and troubled miss powers she began now to understand it little vine as everybody called her was intense in more directions than her loves she had admitted into her heart for one woman a feeling which was nearly akin to hatred and had fostered the feeling until it had taken deep root, had, in a certain sense, gotten possession of her, and, young as she was, she was passing through the struggle known to some older and fiercer natures, the struggle involved in the solemn sentence, If ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive you. Vine had believed for some time that it was quite impossible for her to forgive Mrs. Griggs, and because she was well taught and had grasped the spiritual meaning of many bible verses as some of those who are older fail to do she had felt that an impassable barrier lay between her and the loving lord to whom she had been so often invited she could not forgive and love mrs griggs and the lord would not forgive her until she did therefore she would not profess to belong to him this had been the child's sorrowful reasoning those last words of her teacher had opened a new current of thought it was true that she had not told the lord jesus of her trouble just as she had told miss powers she had cried over it and said to her mother that there was no use in trying she could never feel right toward mrs griggs and as for ever belonging to her class in sunday-school she would sooner jump into the lake and drown herself but when it came to the matter of prayer She had been entirely silent about it only praying in a general way that she might be forgiven for all the wrong things she had done or thought and avoiding the lord's prayer with a vague notion that if she did not take those solemn words on her lips she would not be to blame for the thoughts which contradicted their petitions it came to her like an entirely new idea that she could go to jesus as to a human friend and confessed to him that she was not equal to this thing which he asked of her and must be helped in some way not understood by her if she was ever to have such a feeling as the bible demanded miss powers waited looking anxiously once and again at her watch she must go on the eleven o'clock boat the time was drawing near yet she could not bear to leave this little struggling soul that she knew ought to reach a decision It was Satan's hour, possibly his last opportunity with her. Yet what if she should allow him to come off victor? Miss Powers, said Vine at last, dropping her hands and revealing a pale little face, on which a look of quiet resolve had already appeared. I don't think I have ever quite understood it before. I thought I must do it before I could belong to Jesus.' before i could say i would serve him you know i thought i must forgive that woman and begin to to like her miss powers the bible says love your enemies and i thought that when i had done that then i could give myself to jesus but i couldn't do it i tried and tried and the more i tried the worse it grew both sundays when i thought i would feel more more right she said some hateful things which made me all hot inside and i was worse than ever but i can tell jesus about it and ask him to do it for me in some way i can't understand how but if i understood you you mean i should just say to him that i want to serve him and to feel in just the way he would have me but that i can't do it and he would accept that her voice was growing tremulous and doubtful she had not yet by any means taken in the fullness of the salvation waiting for her miss powers made haste to answer you understood me perfectly vine i meant just that so far from expecting us to wait until we feel right the lord jesus knows that it is quite impossible for us to put these feelings into our own hearts don't you remember a line of the old hymn that we sang one evening on the lake all the fitness he requireth is to feel your need of him if you need him to put right thoughts into your heart and mean to follow his directions so far as you can you need not wait another minute to have your name set down among those who belong to him in everlasting covenant so far as i can vine repeated doubtfully "Yes." your trouble has been that you wanted to obey his directions so far as you couldn't he does not require of us things which we cannot do let me see if i can illustrate what i mean fine do you believe you could walk across the lake to the other side of course not miss powers but suppose it were possible that you could hear a voice which you knew to belong to the lord jesus saying to you vine i want you to go down this moment to the lake and step into the water and walk over to the other shore do you believe you could do it then miss powers i can't make it seem possible that i could even then and i know i ought and i know god cannot love me unless i trust him no that is just where you mistake god he does not wait for perfect faith on the part of his children if he did vine you and i would be lost let me ask you do you believe at that command you could go down to the lake and step your feet into the water and leave the rest with him if you were drowned you would have obeyed him why yes miss powers of course i could do that vine dear are you willing when you hear his voice speaking plainly to try to obey the command to take the step which you know you could and leave with him the part which you know you could not do then again there was silence and intense thinking vine did not cover her face again but looked straight before her in an unchildlike way which almost frightened her teacher surely the two unseen powers which war for souls were in conflict here this morning and the small human will of the child must decide which should conquer at last vine spoke miss powers i can do that i haven't understood it ever before i don't think it is easy even that part but i can do it and i will the voice was in capitals not loud but intense the boat at the wharf sent out a warning whistle miss powers arose bent over her little friend and kissed her thank you vine she said and god bless and keep you i know you belong to him now forever good-bye it was a very pale and unusually thoughtful little girl who went about the neat kitchen of the wilmeths a half hour later helping to get the simple dinner ready mrs wilmeth watched her somewhat doubtfully and in silence she only half understood this sensitive little vine of hers at any time she knew now that the teacher of a few months had just been bidden good-bye and she could plainly see traces of tears she had expected a passionate outburst as soon as vine reached home instead there had been a pathetic kind of resignation which went to the mother's heart how her little girl could be so weighted down with sorrow over the departure of one who three months before was unknown was a mystery to the mother but she accepted it along with other mysteries about vine as a fact and was prepared to be sympathetic it was bewildering however to have a sort of sorrow which she could not touch she has gone i suppose mrs wilmeth had said as vine came in and vine had struggled with her great pain and said a low yes'm and then please mother don't talk about it now and the mother troubled with the pale face and in doubt what to say had been silent some changes had come to the wilmeth family since old brindle died they had moved from the dreary little old house to a very new house on the grounds which vine and her old friend wynne had visited on that memorable day when they took their last walk together the pleasant-voiced young builder had not secured the job for the reason that mr wilmeth was himself a carpenter and had builded for himself at odd times when as he expressed it he could get nothing of more consequence to do one consequence was that the house was still unfinished and was as simple and unpretentious an affair as even those new grounds could afford yet to vine it was a paradise compared with the dreary little house which had been finished so long before she came to it that the process of decay was well on its way and everything to the child had seemed so hopelessly old it was a relief beyond her power of expressing to have all things about her too new to be in order instead of too old it makes all the difference in the world the child had said with radiant eyes in talking it over with her mother and the mother had laughed and only half understood and thought for the thousandth time that vine was queer when they were seated at the dinner-table and mr wilmeth had noticed vine's pale face and the heavy rings under her eyes and had opened his mouth to speak and had received his wife's warning shake of her head and closed the mouth again and wondered and then good-naturedly tried to turn her thoughts from whatever sorrowful channel held them the subject he chose was the griggs family josiah griggs has sold his farm he began made a good sale he tells me the thing was settled to-day and he won't have to why vine what is the matter then he will stay here all winter gasped the child why yes i suppose so in fact he told me he was glad not to have to pull up and move this fall why child what in the world do you care about it Oh, mother mother sobbed vine dropping her fork suddenly and rushing to her refuge head in mother's lap i am afraid i will have to and i can't is the child bewitched said the worried father mrs wilmeth passed a caressing hand over the brown head you won't have to do any such thing it's ridiculous the idea of their making you to do a thing of that kind that you don't want to i'd like to see them try it oh mother it isn't that way you don't understand i think maybe oh mother i don't want any dinner may i go out under the trees what does all this mean asked the bewildered father as soon as vine had sped away it's just one of her wild little notions she's the oddest child that ever was born you know what a feeling she has about the Griggses. well it seems there has been a talk of giving mrs griggs a class in the sunday school and she has somehow got the idea that her class would be the one after miss powers left and now that you tell her they are to be here all winter she seems to feel sure of it it's the most ridiculous notion the idea that they can force her against her will to be in that woman's class of course we wouldn't allow anything of the kind and i've told her so mr wilmeth looked very sober and at last said with a long-drawn sigh i wish she weren't such an intense little thing i'm afraid she will find living very hard business i know it i'm in a tremble for her half the time she is so kind of fierce in all her feelings and it is strange when she seems to be so quiet I don't half understand her i wish somebody or something would get a hold of her to hush her down if this father and mother had at this time known of the solemn power which had just taken hold anew of their vine's life not only to hush her down but to anchor her so that the blasts of life could not swerve her from her course they would not have understood it they had no personal knowledge of him to whom she had but just given herself neither did they understand her course in the least on the very next day the ordeal came to vine earlier than she had expected and in a different way it was in sabbath school and the superintendent was standing doubtfully before this large class of young girls you know he said that miss powers thought the class quite too large and now that winter is coming and we shall have to crowd together closer it will not be convenient at all i can find no one who will take charge of so many they say they cannot do you justice and they can't but if you will consent to form two classes miss jenkins will take one and mrs griggs the other now i look to you for help there are twelve of you and six apiece will make just the right kind of classes suppose we let miss jenkins keep this seat and those of you who will take that nice quiet corner over by the window and be mrs griggs's scholars just volunteer now ominous silence reigned the girls frowned and looked at one another and kept their lips closed mrs griggs was evidently not popular among them vine kept eyes as well as lips sealed she had very speaking eyes but she veiled them under long lashes and looked steadily down at her open bible well said the superintendent with a long-drawn sigh i'm sorry i hoped you would help me i'm sure i don't know what to do then came the surprise vine her cheeks aglow her voice distinct and firm her grave eyes raised to his face mr maxon i will be one to go into mrs griggs's class why vine wilmeth exclaimed her most intimate acquaintance in the class you of all people in the world well if you will i will so will i and i and i exclaimed a second and third and before the relieved superintendent had a chance to speak the volunteer list was full i am so much obliged to you mr maxon said bending low to vine and speaking so others could not hear you will have a nice class all the others needed was a leader and mrs wellmeth lingering at the church door wondering whether vine would need her help in any way had the astonishment of seeing her lead a file of girls over to the quiet corner where mrs josiah griggs sat waiting End of chapter nine.